Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Sharon at Home. My name is Chris Sharon, and I'm usually on Sharon Feelings, talking to other men in order to raise our emotional awareness. But for today, it's just you and me. And listen, this is it. Like, this is it. We are counting down the final days of this year, and I think it's more than safe to say that we are all ready to say goodbye to 2020. We're ready for a restart, a resurgence. We're just ready for a change. There has been far too much loss this year. But before we get into the episode, first, I want to challenge you to pause and think about just one thing that went well this year. One event or moment or choice that you made that worked out well. Something that made you smile or brought you closer to someone or set a new path in motion for you. It can definitely be more than one thing, but pause the episode real quick and just think about it. Okay, you got it? Awesome. Just keep that in the back of your mind and remember that as detrimental as this year has been to our health and well-being, there is still something to be proud of. And if nothing came to mind, just know this. If you're listening right now, it means you survived. You made it through 2020, and that, my friend, is an achievement unlike any other. So congrats. This episode is all about how to say goodbye. More specifically, how we can say goodbye to the year 2020 in a healthy and positive way. Because let's be honest, we're not going to wake up on the morning of the 1st and have all our problems magically disappear. But now we have the badge of honor that I think we all deserve after surviving this year. We're not afraid of defeat. We laugh in the face of danger. We are warriors. We are champions. I'm here today to help you to see that our strength is earned and our outlook can always change. I believe that if we think of the year 2020 as one of growth instead of one of disappointment... We can enter the new year better than ever and ready for anything. If the year 2020 has taught us anything, it is certainly that the plans we make can change in an instant. Sometimes even the things we are promised we can count on have the potential to let us down. Sometimes a global pandemic hits and nothing makes sense anymore and quarantine is a thing and we have to change our way of life completely. So yeah, I think it's safe to say now that we can't be tied to the outcomes. The plans we make are never set in stone, and while certain things are completely within our control, so much is happening around us that we can't control. And any one of those variables can have an impact on our lives. Now, of course, we must always continue to make plans and to challenge ourselves and set new goals and to dream. We can prepare and be proactive, but we must be flexible. We must be willing and ready to make changes to our plans and to not give up. To not let any obstacles stand in our way, but to find a new path to get around those obstacles. It requires a ton of focus. It'd be much easier if the things we wanted were just right out in front of us, waiting to be taken. But that's not the way life works, and I don't think anyone truly wants it to be that way. There is no greater feeling than working hard and staying committed to accomplishing something that matters to you. It is the process in which we reach our goals that offers the greatest reward. And so the end result is less important than the pursuit of the end result. Because what do we do when we reach a goal? We set a new one. And when we live through a year like 2020, when plans change constantly and our lives become a daily test of adaptability, we are reminded to focus on the present moment. In some cases, that's all we're guaranteed. This present moment. And how we spend it. What we think about. How we feel. Who we're with. And it might not be where we want to be, but this moment is all we can count on. And that's special. This moment is full of possibility and promise and hope. And if we focus on the potential of each moment, we are carefully carried into the next moment. 
and the next, and the next. And each moment grants us the chance to connect with both ourselves and the people around us. And that's also something that 2020 has taught us. Our need as people, as humans, to connect. Our need to listen. And our need to stand up and do something. Ahmaud Arbery was murdered on February 23rd. Breonna Taylor was murdered on March 13th. George Floyd was murdered on May 25th. Countless men and women, black men and women before them, and still too many after them. 2020 made us stop and watch. And we can't bring them back. We can't change our past. But we can do more for our future. We can be better. And that begins with listening. What does it mean to really listen? The Webster definition says to pay attention, to hear something with thoughtful attention, to give consideration, and to be alert. I think it starts with asking questions, doing research, learning as much as you possibly can from as many different people. And that's a key, from as many different people. Listening means silencing yourself. Today, with Facebook and the internet, there's quite a bit of noise, and we never really know what information we can trust. I think the best place to begin listening and learning is not in a deep-dive search on the internet. I think it's a lot closer. It's in our own communities, our families, our friends, our neighborhood, our school, our job, any place we frequently visit. Start with the people close to you and branch out from there. Start asking questions, making conversation, and challenging one another. Don't be afraid to be wrong, but don't be an asshole. We can't know everything right away, and we can't ever fully understand the experiences of other people. But we can always control how we respond, how we behave, and how we connect with those around us. And the more we listen, the more we will learn, and the better humans we will be. Don't stop fighting. Don't stop because things get uncomfortable. I think they're supposed to be uncomfortable. So embrace it. And how do we get there? There's another step to listening. It's not just learning and staying silent. It's about making a change. It's about breaking away from what you consider normal. 2020 brought us the idea of a new normal. I think I'm still figuring out exactly what that means for me, but I think it means to take a risk, take a chance. Don't be afraid of change, be ready for it. It means letting go, cutting ties, move on, move forward. And the only way we'll be able to do that is by popping the bubble. Now listen, it's easy to get caught up in our daily responsibilities. Most of the major decisions we make are made to give structure to our bubble. College, jobs, family, it's all necessary and meaningful and secure. We worked very hard to build this bubble into something we can count on. We deserve this safe space. But that bubble can also act as a barrier. It can separate us from the rest of the world. And the more we focus on fortifying our bubble and all that makes sense to us and only us, the less we can focus on other people outside of our bubble and how we relate to them and how they and what makes sense to them is just as valuable and just as meaningful. But how can we be expected to pop that bubble and venture out into a world that we have tried to protect ourselves and the people we love from? Well, we can ask for help, and we can offer our help. No matter how little or how much you have, you always have more than someone else. And I think now more than ever, they need you, whoever they are. And if they need you, I'm sure that you need someone too. And that's okay. That's more than okay. That's part of being human. We all experienced a trauma this year. 
we lived through and are still living through a pandemic, one that will exist in the history books. It's horrifying. But instead of wishing it never happened, because we can't control that, maybe we can let it unite us. We all went through it. And if we're here now, we all survived. So maybe we're not so different. And maybe that means we're all capable of anything. This new year is about finding our similarities while appreciating our differences. We're all human. And you know as well as I do that humans are flawed creatures. We will never be perfect, and we should never want to be. Because our faults and mistakes are just as responsible for who we are as our strengths and achievements are. And so in my mind, the most significantly positive and healthy way that we can say goodbye to 2020 is to forgive yourself. I'll say it again. Forgive yourself. For all you didn't do, for all the money you spent, for all the people you couldn't be with, for all the promises you broke, everything you feel guilty for, let it go. Now, always feel what you feel. Acknowledge it, validate it, talk about it. Let those feelings be real and legitimate. Recognize them and just forgive yourself. Whatever you did or didn't do this year, guess what? You have another chance. For now at least, you have more time. So don't waste it anymore. Because once you forgive and let go, the real work can begin. And by work, I mean work. Like, this next part is not easy. It requires something that we all struggle with giving yourself attention. As we enter this new year, I think we can all focus on something that I want to call practicing productive selfishness. This is a daily commitment and practice to raise self-awareness and promote self-love. It is finding time every day to check in with ourselves through any form of mindful meditation. And this is a lot simpler than maybe you're making it out to be. It could be going on a walk, writing in a journal, working out at the gym, talking to a therapist, cooking dinner, literally anything you can do to spend time with yourself. All those things can be a form of meditation. This practice is not about getting it right. It's about getting used to asking yourself questions, about asking what you need from you. This practice of productive selfishness is about normalizing giving yourself the attention you deserve. Now, I'm not talking about social media attention. Mindful meditation is not scrolling on Instagram or binge-watching a Netflix show. There is an active element to this practice. It's about being present and attentive and everything we've been talking about in this episode just focused on yourself. So, what kind of questions can we ask? Okay, start with, what do you like to do? What interests you? Are you passionate about something? What skills do you have that you want to hone? Or do you want to learn a new skill? Ask yourself, how can I be creative today? How can I do something I've never done before? And if you can't come up with something right off the bat, then try anything. Who knows if you'll like it, but the attempt and process of trying will inevitably lead you to trying something else. And as you continue to try, you will learn more about yourself and you will narrow your focus on the things that excite you the most. It's not easy and the results will not come overnight, but it will be worth it. And in this pursuit, keep in mind the difference between patience and obsession. Both require our time, but one is constructive and the other is destructive. With patience comes faith and practice and purpose. With obsession comes competition and fear and isolation. What I think might be tied with forgiving yourself as the most important thing to remember when saying goodbye to 2020 is to count your blessings. We have all experienced loss this year. 
loss of opportunities, loss of jobs, of homes, of loved ones. Sometimes the things we hold most dear can be taken from us in an instant. And that will never change. That possibility will always exist. And we can't let a minute go by that we don't remember how lucky we are to be alive. How lucky we are to have people to love, to have dreams to chase, to have walls to climb and moments to conquer. 2021 is the year of possibility and rebirth. Live free and proud with resilience and determination. We can't take life for granted. We can't take people for granted. We can't take our own potential for granted. We have to push ourselves to see how far we can go, and I promise you, you'll surprise yourself. But we have to be willing to say yes. That means be fearless. That means trust yourself. And if something is standing in your way, do it anyway. You don't need a reason to believe in yourself. One of the most valuable lessons that 2020 has taught us is that we have the incredible ability to overcome. We are fighters. We are warriors. And we are winners. As the ball drops and the clock strikes midnight, we won. We bested 2020 and we are ready for whatever 2021 has in store. We must remember that even in the midst of all the pain and disappointment and fear and chaos, there is beauty and joy and laughter, compassion, empathy, and hope. They exist together. Of all we want to forget and leave behind this year, I hope there's a lot we can take with us. And if there's nothing else, let us take our time. I hope we continue to reflect on who we were before 2020 and who we are now. And although this year was not what we wanted it to be, it was what we got. And I think we made the most of it. I love you all. Please have a happy and healthy and safe new year. I wish you all the best of luck. Mm-hmm.